0: Hello everyone, you're listening to Queer Mystical Jesus. I'm your podcaster, Sophia Souk. Welcome to another episode. Um, before we get into it, I wanted to share with you kind of a decision that I've made. Um, it's regarding my voice. Um, I'm sure you could tell that I edit my voice, I modify it um, to, I, I, I do like filters and pitch corrections on it. Because while I'm editing the recording, I hear myself and it, you know, it triggers dysphoria because I feel like the voice doesn't really represent who I am. Um, Especially, like, usually towards the end of the episode, like, my voice, it goes into preacher mode is what I call it. Like, I can't help it. Like, it just happens um and like that's when like my voice goes like really deep and
1: um and then i lose what i feel like is my like is my voice but um i've i i i realized that i was never really
0: happy with having to digitally filter my voice so i thought you know what what if I just like not filter my voice and just let it happen? You know, I'm trans. It's not a secret. <laughs> um, and you know, like it made me feel like, gosh, I, I like I want vocal surgery. Um, there because there are vocal surgeries, um, done for trans women, so that um, our voices don't hit the lower register. Because that's you know, like for at least for me,
1: like that's not who I am. Um, I just hate sounding like "quote unquote" a man. Um,
0: but 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 you'll hear like like even like it's not just my voice like my cadence and like the way I speak will change. It'll like transform when I'm preaching. Um, and and I wanted to like preserve the authenticity of that. Um, so. I'm trusting God <laughs> uh, uh, with this, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens, um, it's gonna be scary for me to just release it raw like this, but I'm gonna do it because it's real, and you know, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe God wants to reach down deeper to people's hearts to your hearts, maybe God wants to encourage another trans person that might be listening to this um, yeah, <laughs> this is my normal speaking voice, and I'm kind of a little bit scared of what's going to happen when you know when when i when, when we all start when when I start to get into it when the when the spirit comes through me and who, who knows but but I, i'm I'm deciding to trust. The goodness of God on this, and hopefully some of you are relieved too that I'm—I've decided no longer to filter my voice through uh, crappy digital software that makes me—that makes me sound
1: like a robot or something. Okay, so here we go. God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for this Sunday.
0: God, we thank you that this is a day that for thousands of years, Christians have said, we're going to commemorate this day. We're going to remember this day because this is the day when Christ rose from the dead. This is the day
1: when life broke through death. Like the little flower that grows through through the cracks on
0: the sidewalk. This is the day when the spirit of God raised Jesus from the dead. And so, God, we connect with you on this day to say, let that same spirit rise through me and bring new life
1: through me, God. Bursting through the layers that life kind of throws at us, bursting through the layers of despair, bursting through the layers of
0: lack of vision, bursting through the layers of hopelessness, bursting through the layers
1: of detriment and death and loneliness and disconnection and fear. God, this is the day for miracles. Every day is the day for miracles.
0: But this day helps us to focus on it. This day helps us to forget everything else. This day helps us to lower the
1: volume on the things of this world. Because we remember, Lord, you bust out of that grave on this day, on Sunday, on the first day of the week. So God, we
0: come before you expecting miracles. God, we come before you expecting your spirit to speak to us because your words are spirit and they are life. And like Peter said, where can we go from you? You Lord have the words of life. No matter how cutting your words may be, no matter how um unexpected your words may be. God, we know that you have the words of life. So we're not going to be cowards. We're not going to run away from you. We're not going to hide from your words of truth because we know that in it is love. For you are love itself, God. And within you is love, was love, will be love, and always is love, and always was love. And apart from you, there is no such thing as love. For you are love, God. And whoever loves lives in God. And whoever does not love, someone they can see with their eyes cannot and does not love God. And so, God, we invite your love into our ears. Yes, God, we invite your love into our ears right now, our listening ears, God. God, we invite your love into the ears of our soul, into the ears of our minds, into the ears of our passions, into the ears of our heartache, into the ears of our disappointment, into the ears of our deepest selves that we keep hidden from others, God. But we open it to you, God, in all its vulnerability, because you told us that you are love. And you told us, Jesus, come to me all who are weary and burdened by heavy labor. You told us, Jesus, that you are humble in your heart. You invited us to come and learn from you because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. God, today we trade our burdens for your burden because your burden is lighter than air. And God, we want to walk on air today. (laughs) Yes, we do. That is your invitation for us today. To walk on air. So with full expectation
1: in our hearts, we come to you and say, Lord, by your spirit, speak to us. We want love to speak to us. Oh, we're going to walk on air today. Amen. Yes, this is
0: it. This is what's going to happen. This is the promise of God's spirit to us. And you're thinking, oh, my God, like, how, how did you know that's exactly what I needed to hear? I didn't.
1: But God does. So, pay attention to what God is saying to your heart. Let's go, people. If something is a secret, it's not worth it. If something is a secret, it's not worth it. Secrets are not good. At least... The kinds of
0: secrets that are meant to be concealed. Because what does that mean? It means that if you're not privy to the secret, it means you're not good enough. Or you're not trustworthy enough. Um, It means that you are worthless. Your worthiness... Is less than those who hold the secret to those who are let in on that secret, and the twisted thing about this the secret that's not meant to be shared is that it creates fomo it makes you go what am I missing out on so it makes you thirsty for it, it makes you mad and angry, and it makes you hunt for it, it makes you dig for it, you'll pay cash for it, you'll pay your life for it, you'll compromise yourself for it to Get in on the inside
1: and attain the thing that is forbidden a secret if it's a secret, whatever it is, it's not worth it. If it's a secret, it's not worth it
0: people if it's a secret it's not. I've never bought a book and returned it on the within the same three hours of purchasing it. I love reading. I love books. I love collecting books. I write in my books like I like they, I, I write like a little uh, a little note about it like oh I bought this on the occasion you know like really romantic right. I bought this on the occasion of blah 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 and I'll date it and that way when I pick up the book years later and I flip open to the front I'll like remember when I bought the book and the significance of that book um for my life at the point in my life when I bought it and so look I've never bought a book and returned it within like an hour but there's a book that I did buy recent, not too long ago at Target um, it was a featured book I picked it up and I love how books feel and they're well-made and they're well-designed. I appreciate it. It's beautiful. It's attractive. And it makes me curious. It makes me want to read what's inside. And this book was called, I'm not going to tell you the title of this book, but it's a series in a long-running series of a very popular series of books that has positively
1: impacted lots of people. But here's the thing for me. When I picked up this great grand se- sequel,
0: um I started reading it, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yes, yes, that's true, that's true, yeah, thank you for reminding me, thank you for reminding me. It's good to remember this, it's empowering to remember this, this is what's true about life, this is what's true about the universe, yes, this is the way that life works, and I better hook
1: into it, but then <laughs> The book betrays, well, here's what the book does. Here's what made me return the book. It basically said you're unrelated to anything, unmoored and unanchored to any sense of
0: ultimate source, ultimate reality, ultimate love, God, creator.
1: It's apart from any connection to that, it just says, you're it. You're it. And the reason
0: why you're having trouble manifesting in your life, your wishes and dreams, in my case, I think it's been, oh God, I I studied writing and I have yet to publish anything, any, 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 any creative writing stuff. I've yet to uh, 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 finish or produce a screenplay or a, a novel or nothing. I have nothing to show for in the past. Oh, God. I um, um, graduated. Oh, my God. It's been 20 years now, almost 20 years, maybe 15 years, a little more than 15 years. I have nothing to show for in my life, basically, folks. So basically, I read that and I go, wait, you're telling me it's my fault for failing to manifest my dreams, and the reason I fail to
1: manifest my dreams is because I I fail to grasp that I'm it? That rang false. All of a sudden, all the things that I read before in the earlier
0: chapters and pages, not chapters, sorry, the earlier pages where it made me go, "Yes, this is true, this is true, and it's encouraging me, it's inspiring me, it's lifting me up, and then it just kind of like all blew out underneath, and all the water just spilled out it didn't hold water because it sent it it, it vibrated with a false note, it said, "You're it, and so if you don't manifest, you're to blame.
1: Because you're the one that forgot that you're it. I'm not it. You're not it. We're not the beginner of the beginning. We're not the source of life. None of us are the source. We're not the source. We're not the source. (laughs) We're not the source. Um, Scripture puts it like this. It is not that we have loved God, but that God loved us first while we were yet sinners, meaning
0: when we were helpless. Well, let me keep let me keep keep staying within, within scripture it Says when we were helpless to save ourselves, Christ came and He died
1: for us sinners. And then Jesus says, "You didn't choose me; I chose you." It's not that we loved God first,
0: it's that God loved us first. God is the source. God took the first
1: action to love us. God chose us. God created us. God made us. All of us were birthed. From the love of our parents. And all of us are miracles. We all come from... None of us are it. None of us are the originators. None of us are the genesis of our own selves. Nature teaches us that. Evolution shows us that. There's nothing that came of its own. Birds came from dinosaurs. (laughs) Uh, I love that. That's so cool. I can't wait for
0: the new Jurassic Park movie to come out. The new dinosaur, the Pyoraptor, like, they finally have a raptor with, like, full-on feathers. And we thought it would, like, look hokey and weird, but, oh my god, like, the way they designed it, it looks so cool. Like, the feathers are black and white, and it looks like a fire, and it looks terrifying, and
1: it's so cool. So, yeah. uh, Dinosaurs became birds. Something like that. I'm I'm simplifying the the science. But the point is, nothing is its own originator. So you can't blame me for failing
0: to manifest my dreams as if I'm expected to come up with my own uh, uh, dreams and imaginations about who I am and what I'm supposed to do out of thin air, out of nowhere, out of nothing, disconnect from source. Disconnected from love, and blame me for failing to manifest because I faithful I fail to realize that I'm it. No, I'm not the end all be all. That's too much. That is what. I love the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We, we you know we worship at the feet of Kevin Feige, the producer who put it all together. I'm so excited for uh, the new uh, Doctor Strange movie. I mean, if you haven't seen the trailer, like oh my god, Patrick Stewart is in it. I think that means Professor Professor X is in it. It's just amazing, and Kevin Feige held it together, still holds it together, and all the creatives that come together. But here's the thing: Kevin Feige didn't pull this out of thin air. It all came from Stan Lee, and Stan Lee didn't pull any of it from thin air. A lot of his stories came from the Bible. I don't bring up. I don't bring that up to say like. Like, oh, see, go go read your Bible, you comic book nerds. Like, no, 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 no. All I'm saying is that great stories survive. Great stories stay with humanity. And stories from the Bible stayed with humanity because they speak to us on a
1: visceral, deep and timeless level. Shakespeare pulls from the Bible for the same reasons. We get the point. Shakespeare is not it. He didn't write all that beautiful stuff out of thin air.
0: It came from somewhere. Stan Lee is not it. He didn't create all these epic characters from nowhere. He pulled from source. Kevin Feige didn't create the MCU out of nothing. He pulled from source. Neither are you or I expected to... Uh, 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 put together the story of our lives and our dreams and our vision boards and manifest out of nothing no we are not it and that and, and 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 that's when that's where freedom comes from when we realize that we have somewhere to look to that there is source that we are meant to draw from that we're meant the electric car is amazing but it's meant to be plugged into electricity and where does electricity come from it does not come from a tesla factory electricity comes from thin air it comes from electrons i just read a story on wired magazine there's a startup company um they're going to create meat out of thin air meat they're going to take carbon monoxide and bacteria and create meat out of it and as the company goes on the 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 cost of production is going to shrink and shrink and shrink because they're pulling out of thin air they're pulling from the carbon dioxide that's already in the atmosphere that's attributing to climate change. They're going to reduce the, the climate gases. And out of that, they're going to create meat. They're going to create poultry out of it. It's like insane. It's like science fiction. But that is in itself source. They're Like we say, they're going to create meat out of thin air. But it's not thin air. It's carbon dioxide with uh, bacteria with certain properties that that does something with carbon monoxide carbon dioxide it's its source electricity is source you're you're plugging in your electric vehicle to source so what are we going to plug ourselves into we plug into our source our creator our maker
1: our originator who is love itself and the good news is love is a person The good news is the foundation of it all is a person. We're not lost. We're not told to. uh, We're being. The source of our lives is love. Love is a person in relation
0: to relationship. God is three in one. God is forever relationship. God is forever love. God is forever...
1: Because love is the verb. Love is not an idea. Love is concrete. Love is real. Love... You know, it's like um the nuclear fusion or fission or whatever, I'm not sure, that's going on in the sun, in our
0: star the minute that stops, the minute that the atoms start um, doing their thing, the minute that the electrons and the protons start stop spinning around the nucleus, see, everything's moving, everything's vibrating. The, uh, in quantum theory, everything's on a vibration, everything's made out of these vibrating strings. The minute anything stops motion, the minute anything stops moving, or like, the minute relationship stops
1: in the universe, everything stops. Everything dies. But God is alive forevermore. So God is Son, Spirit, and Father. So God
0: is always three in one. God is always relationship within God's self. And that's why God is love. Because love is not just an idea, love is. Love is action, love is a verb, love does something, love is relationship. And God invites us into God's own self, which is God is Love and out of that love that is God's own self, God gave birth to the universe. And within that universe, God placed us human beings and He breathed God's breath of life into us and made us in God's own image, which is love, which is relationship, which is honor, which is. We are always plugged in to life. Every cell in our body is active. It's moving. It's regenerating. It's humming at the frequency of life. So, of course, we are not it. Of course, we are connected to source. And, of course, we have been created and designed to draw from source. So, stop stretching yourselves out. Jesus said it like this. He said, all who are labor and who are heavy laden come to me and i will give you rest because i am humble and lowly in heart the taskmaster says come to this level the taskmaster says climb the mountain the taskmaster says you must rise to my level the taskmaster creates fomo in you and says you are worthless you are less worthy you are unworthy of the secret that The rest of humanity is using to manifest and to have success. And look at you. You're failing to manifest. You have no success in your life after all these years, all these decades, because you are
1: unworthy of the secret of life. But Jesus says, no. Jesus says, I'm
0: not like that. Jesus says, When you come to me, you will not find a taskmaster. You will find someone who is humble at heart. You will find that my burden for you is light. You will find that my purpose for you is light. You know, Loki in the MCU, the the first grandiose comical line he says in the first Avengers movie is he says, I am uh, uh, burdened with glorious purpose. And by the time we get to the Loki series on Disney Plus we get into his psyche and we see that that glorious purpose was a sham. It was his, his, his insecurities playing out. And he's afraid to face himself that he's
1: nothing. No, Jesus doesn't say, I want you to be endowed with glorious purpose. He says, no, if you come to me, I'm going to
0: take off your shackles. I'm going to take off your burdens. And, 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 and the, 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 the burden of purpose that I give you, you're going to find that it's a light. You're going to be walking on air because you're not
1: it you're not expected to to know the secret of anything you're not it you're not it you're, you're not it i'm not it stop running stop chasing you're not it but 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 they just tagged me and they yelled at me you're it Really? That's a kid. That's a kid playing a game. Okay? Just because a kid tags you and says you're it doesn't mean you're it. You're not it. God doesn't tag you. God touches you. And he's touching you right now. God is touching you by God's spirit. God's touching you right now. God says, it's okay, you're not it. You were created in love. You were created in love no matter what. No matter what someone said to you. No matter what the facts of life. Someone shocked you and said, these are the facts of
0: your life. This is the secret of your life, the dirty secret that we've been hiding from you. Now you're old enough to know and it shocked you because it seemed to say that you were
1: not made in love. But God says you were made in God's love. God's love is generative. And so if something is a secret, it's not worth it. Don't let them deceive you. I want to close with my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures in Colossians in the New Testament. The Apostle Paul says
0: in Colossians chapter 2, he says, I want their hearts, meaning the believers in a certain city. He's talking about them. He says, I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love all your scattered thoughts, all your different chaotic ideas about who you think you're supposed to be, united in love so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding. You want assured understanding. You want to know who you are. You want to be assured in yourself You don't want to live in FOMO. You don't want to live in that fear of uncertainty. What if I'm missing out? I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love. In Jesus. In the source. In the one who is love itself. So that they may have all the riches of assured understanding. And have the knowledge of God's mystery
1: or the secret. And what is God's mystery? It is Christ himself in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. If there is a secret, it's not worth it. And
0: if there is a secret that's worth it, guess what? It's not hidden from you. It is revealed to you. Because it is in Christ himself, and Christ is God's revelation of God's self. Christ is God's full revealing of God's fullness.
1: In Christ, God's fullness was pleased to dwell in him. So Paul says, I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. And he says, I rejoice to
0: see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Our faith, our trust is in Christ. When Christ says, come to me, all who are uh, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Learn from me, for I am humble and gentle at
1: heart. Take my yoke upon you, for my burden is light. He says, I am the secret. The fullness of God is in Christ.
0: And God was pleased to reveal God's self to us in Christ. How easy is it? How simple is it? Christ was a human being who walked the earth. Who spoke human words. Who lived a human life. Who had human friendships. Who had human
1: heartaches. Who suffered human sufferings. Who walked in the light of day, not by cover of darkness. You know when someone shares a story
0: and you go, oh yeah, I get that. I was there. I've been there. You know,
1: when a new mom tells her story of her challenges and you go, oh yeah, I was there. When a new dad shares with him his challenges, you go, yeah, I've been there. Or when you hear
0: an older dad say, share with you, and you share your story, and he says, oh, yeah, I've been there. What's happening there? What's happening there?
1: Your burden is being lifted. Because someone is saying, I've been there. Someone is saying, you're not the only one. Someone is saying, Let's share your burden. God is saying, I want to lift up your burden. Someone told you, something in this world told
0: you that you're it and you're responsible for your own dreams manifesting in your life. And the reason why you couldn't do it all these years is because you're the one that forgot
1: that you are it. You're the one that forgot that you're the source. You're the one that forgot. And God says, I'm sorry. Come to me, all you who, are,
0: who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in
1: heart. Who is the gentle boss? Who is the humble leader? Who is the one who will lift up our burdens? Who is the one who will say, let me share with you what you don't know that I know. Let me give it to you as a gift. Because this thing that I know that you don't know is going
0: to do the same for you that it did to me. And guess what? I got it from someone who freely shared it to me. Jesus said it like this What you have received freely, freely give. What you have heard in the darkness, shout in the light. What you have heard in secret, shout in the rooftops. Jesus said, A city on a hill cannot be hidden, neither can a lamp be hidden under a bull. You are the city set on a hill. You are the light of the world. Meaning Jesus is saying you have the privilege now to hear what the prophets sought to hear and listen and touch and taste and see for the decades and the hundreds of years that they've waited. And here you are, poor peasants, hearing and listening to the hope of the prophets of the ages. And I am here with you now and it's that the teachings that you hear now the words that I speak to you now are not my own words but they are the words of my heavenly father they are the words from heaven and the things that I speak to you now are not just words but they are spirit and they are life and, and, and they are the bread of your soul
1: take it in let it out
0: if it's a secret it's not worth it because God gives freely in Isaiah God says let him who has no money come and buy freely the bread of life Let the one who has no money come and drink for free from the fountain of life. That's who God is. That's the heart of God. God said, I'm going to make it so easy for you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and the word was God the mystery is thickening right and then it says and the word became human the word became flesh and dwelt among us and the apostles say we have seen His glory the glory of that of the only begotten son of God and we testify to you That which we have heard and seen and touched. That which we have seen and heard and meaning. Tangible. God made God's self tangible. So don't let anyone tell you that the burden is on you to manifest the dream. That you are it. And if you don't get it... Then it's your fault. That is a lie. That is a burden that you are not meant to carry. That is utter foolishness. Well, it seems the author of the book is fully convinced. Yeah. Cause that person's making a hell of a lot of money from that. So of course it's working for them. want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ Himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments.
1: God, you are life.
0: You are the source of life. You are the source of our strength. You are the source of our wisdom. You are the source of our hope and our dreams. You are the dream giver. Give back to us, God, our dreams. Some of us were 12 years old when we dreamt a dream. Some of us were 5, 6 years old when we dreamt a dream. Help us to remember them. Help us to dream those dreams again, God. You, God, are the dream giver. You are the author of life. You are the love that gave birth to us. Each one precious in your image, in your sight, in your likeness. With the beating heart of your love and your life in us. In every cell in us, God. In every electrical signal pulsing through. Every particle in our bodies, God. Came from you, God the Infinite One, the Eternal One, who is from everlasting to everlasting. And you reveal the fullness of yourself in Jesus Christ. (laughs) How easy. How simple. How humble. How accessible. How tangible. Oh God, the only secret worth it. Is the one that's been revealed by you to us, who is Jesus Himself. Well, God, we turn to you for help. We turn to you for renewed dreams, for restored vision. Lord, remove by your Holy Spirit the glaucoma of our spirit, the glaucoma over our minds. Help us to see again. Help us to connect with you again, the source of life. Oh, God, reinvigorate us, God. Renew the youth of our strength, God. Renew our vision, God. Oh, and tell us to run. Tell us to run. Tell us to run, and we'll run. Tell us to take flight on eagles' wings, and we will. With honor. (laughs) With honor. God. We have seen so many birds fly. Without honor. Like vultures. But God we. Take flight with honor like eagles. With the wind of your spirit at our backs. Lifting us up God. Effortlessly God. Effortlessly God effortlessly effortlessly you'll hear the spirit of God saying this is the way effortless because the secret things of God is not worthless for you are not worthless you are worthy in Christ the one (laughs) who is worthy of our worship and tongues to sing (laughs) your praises of our king. So, God has so much more to say to you. God has so much more to say to you. And you will hear them all. You will catch them all. And you don't have to choose Anything (laughs) or anyone. Because God says to you, I choose you.